How's it going everyone? Happy Thanksgiving, a day early here. Maybe you're checking this out on Thanksgiving. You've just crushed turkey and every side known to mankind, and now you're just digesting, slowly falling asleep to the soothing sounds of our voice on this podcast. I actually can't believe that time has been changing. I think how we know time, how we see time, but I w- maybe I'm just thinking of things differently, and I don't know why this is, but now we're in this holiday season, and our anniversary is on December 31st, New Year's yeah. Eve, and I was thinking to myself, this is only five weeks away. There's this magical five-week window in the year when Thanksgiving comes up until Christmas, New Year, and then that Monday, January 3rd, is going to feel like the beginning of the new year, which we're hopeful and we're excited. But there's like, I just wanna milk this five weeks of magic. Okay. Because I don't just wanna like overlook it. I wanna truly enjoy it because I feel the difference. We put up some decorations. I know. Still waiting on the tree for me because I've been waiting to decorate it. Yeah. (laughs) Though we spend 16 hours together every day and we live the same life, it almost seems like we live in different realities. When it comes to scheduling and things like that, but the tree and decorations have been up and we've just been waiting for bulbs and bows and ribbons to be put on the tree tonight. for we are doing about it six tonight. months. Listen, we're just six months. You're out of control. <laughs> we're, we're doing, doing it, it tonight. tonight. Jinx. And I think because it's simmering down, we talked about this earlier, where we're the type of people that because we truly love what we do, we like to work on the weekends and then there's times that i can't tell the difference between what is discipline and what is like maybe i should take some time off right so i haven't really figured that out sometimes i push through because i go no 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 this is where discipline takes over but when it's a holiday i don't feel like i'm sitting the game out because if you work on the holiday when you don't have to it's kind of like just relax 100%. And as soon as about five o'clock hits on Wednesday when we're filming this, I feel like everything's going to shut down and we can kind of coast and everything's a bonus that we do productivity wise between 5 p.m. and Monday morning. 100% because you feel the energy of the whole world. Everyone it's is unplugged. A break. Yeah, as we should. Yeah. <laughs> Feels good. It Feels does, good. but I still want to, while it's magical, I want to, like, we got like three solid work weeks left of this year. We do. And so I want to also crush that. But we got some fun stuff to talk about yes. today. Let's do the opening. Um, welcome everyone to the Freddie and Alyssa show. If you're new to the channel, be sure to subscribe, like, comment, all that fun YouTube stuff. If you're watching on Facebook and you want to like the page, that would be awesome. If you're listening on a platform like iTunes, you want to leave us a five star review because you think we deserve it. That would be incredible as well. We've been putting up content now for over four years professionally, and we could be doing what we love without your support. So thank you for showing up every (laughs) single Wednesday and checking out our show and our content on Instagram and TikTok and all the other platforms. We really appreciate it. Today's sponsor is True Bill. How many free trial subscriptions end up costing you hundreds if not thousands of dollars long after you've forgotten to cancel. Well, you can now fight back against the scammy subscriptions with Truebill. Truebill is a new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill, so that's pretty awesome, and it's really convenient as well to have it all in one place so you don't forget. 
So if you want to start Truebill, you can head to truebill.com slash Freddie and Alyssa. Again, that is truebill.com slash Freddie and Alyssa, and you can start saving right now. So thank you for sponsoring the podcast, Truebill. Anything that can lower the monthly overhead and keep your finances organized, I am all in. I am all in. Speaking of money, did you hear that the YouTuber, Mr. Beast, has recreated Squid Game? What do you mean? (laughs) He has recreated it down to the bunk beds, the triangle tables, and every single game, and the tall little girl in the, in the, uh, red light, green light. So he's recreated the set. And he has 456 random contestants that are all in the jumpsuits and they're all going to be playing the game. And he already filmed this, but he's releasing it today, November 24th. And he spent $2 million to recreate this entire game. There's probably going to be a cash prize knowing Mr. Beast. Mm. And I can't wait to see it all happen in real life minus the morbid part. I was just going to say, now when they play these games and they lose... There's got to be an alternate ending here. <laughs> I think they just go home and enjoy like gotcha. okay, a chicken good. sandwich or gotcha. something. So, uh, But I'm excited to watch it. If you haven't seen Mr. Beast's videos on YouTube, he is the second most followed YouTuber in the world. And he is an inspiration for people who are on YouTube to watch what he's done. Yeah. And he gives away so much money. He plays fun games. And he's truly hacked YouTube in every way, shape, or form. He knows it down to the every little single thing about the algorithm, to thumbnails, to how everything should be done. And he invests like a million dollars a video, but I also think he makes like $50 million a year because wow. his videos get 50 to 100 million views. He has all the, the merch and just everything you can imagine. But his videos are entertaining and he brought his friends along for the journey which is like really Most cool. Important. So here's my question to you and to you guys, anyone who's seen Squid Game. If you were going to play this game with Mr. Beast, which game from the show would you love to play that you know you'd absolutely crush? And which game would you go, oh my gosh, absolutely not. I can't do it. Like what? which would be your most favorite to play and your least favorite? I think the one that's just terrible is the bridge crossing where the glass the breaks glass, that's what because I was if you're say. not if you're first you've lost yep there's no way to guess 20 times right yeah it's like flipping a coin you'll never get heads 20 times yep. in a row so that one takes away skill and that was the one game hmm. while watching the show that i was like if i was first second third or fourth i'm gone yeah so because everything else red light green light just pay attention you'll pass that Um, the marble game is kind of luck, but you have a chance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. What were some, what were the other ones? Do you remember? So remember when they would give you, you chose a shape, you'd have to stand in the line and then you had to pick on it. Without it breaking. Without it breaking. The honeycomb one. The honeycomb, that's right. And then there was the bridge. Oh, then there was the tug Tug of of war. war. That one's fun. Stress me out. And then the squid game, the final is the squid game. There's got to be one other there one. There is one more. There's red light, green light. There's the honeycomb. Is there there's an umbrella tug of war. one? Or no, that was part of the There's honeycomb. marbles. There's the bridge and squid game. Wow. So that's all of them. What would, what would be yours? What's your... 
Definitely that glass game. I yeah. would not want to play that one at all. And I think playing marbles would be great. However, that twist in the show, if you've seen it, of what happens with your partner, that would really stress me out. That yeah. that episode just, oh my gosh. It was very, yeah, it, it was just such a profound show. And yeah. I love that Mr. Beast is recreating it. And I think there's going to be something cool about working together in teamwork and I really wish yeah. there was a there was more opportunity for adults to be invested in some sort of activity that creates that teamwork and leadership. Yeah. I, I feel like that's the biggest thing that I feel is absent in my life that I was aware of as a kid. Yeah. Like the reason that you had such great friends and memories was that you were all in a classroom every day, then you would all go play baseball together or be in a in a club together. Whatever you were doing, you were together every day with a common goal. Yeah, sure. And I think being able to, you know, play sports as an adult can be a little more difficult. I'm not saying to go and find a squid game, <laughs> but it is kind of interesting to create something in life that allows adults in many different aspects to do something together. Because that's how friendships, I feel, are built. built in such a strong way. I feel like with us, as we got older, it always was in business. When we were in business with yeah. people, you get really close and you're able to build that quick relationship because you have one common goal together. Yeah. You know? I think now that we're older, that's what it kind of takes in a way. It has to, yeah. Like when you're meeting people in the same line of work, you're like, oh, okay, so we can build a friendship, but we're also building business yeah, with it. Yeah. So, because it becomes a time priority. Yes. If you're like, I need to hit a goal, I'm, I, and I, it's gonna take me twelve hours today to do that. It's, it's, you can hang out with somebody that you're building this goal with for the twelve hours, but you can't go four hours and then go talk to somebody and then go to lunch and then right. go to dinner and happy hour. And then now all of a sudden your workday is three hours. Yeah. So it's just, I think, priorities where if you can find that marriage. Now, not with old friends. People you've already known. Very different. It's very different. But I'm saying moving forward, like being a new friend, that we've talked about this briefly before, that I wouldn't just go meet a new friend. For coffee. That Just to talk <laughs> about like books or movies with. Like works my priority so you have to have that common interest unless we were going to go to a tug of war league in orlando well and then you become friends or a rowing boat or a softball league or something like that where you have a common goal but you're also in a softball league you're doing something that makes content really interesting to show Mm -hmm. so there's work involved in it you're getting an exercise which you would just exercise and you're building friendships as well so you're telling me you want to join a softball league. No, <laughs> but I should start looking into that. I've pushed it out of my brain for so long because basketball and softball scared me because being an actor, I never wanted to get a mm. black eye or a bloody nose and then it affect my work where now I don't really have to worry about that. So I really should go find a softball league. What if we did a co-ed basketball league? Do you think that's a thing? Or or even kickball. I remember Co- in LA we were invited to do that, and I was like, that would be so fun. Co-ed kickball would be fun. Co-ed softball would be fun. Co-ed basketball would not be fun. <laughs> what, what if I was like, over here, babe, come on, pass the ball. It, 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 that game would be a Pew! mess. Basketball and football co-ed would be a mess. Yeah. Well, softball, however, does work. 
Yeah, softball, I never got into softball. It just was the one sport I just, I, I like kickball, that's fine. I mean, I'm still down to play softball. Yeah. I just, I always was freaking out when I was on the, what do you call that? <laughs> the when you're at the plate? <laughs> well, when she's, that's a good start, when you're on the plate. Uh, when you're at the plate. Yeah, but Is it softball. At or on the, when I'm on the at plate. the plate. Oh, when I'm at the plate. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm just saying. I just remember playing when I was younger, and I just would really freak out. Fast pitch, though. Yeah. Well, well whatever. That's, that would freak you. That out. I didn't love that. But in a softball, like adult softball recreation game, it's yeah. it's soft toss. So it's a little bit easier. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, you Maybe have I less fear that. because. If you got hit, it wouldn't hurt. But if you're playing like an actual softball, like fast pitch or men's overhand fast pitch, like I was batting against people throwing 90 mile an hour. And oh, if you get hit no. in the head, it would hurt. So you have to like just pay attention and move out of the way. But in a softball, like easy it's peasy. Easier. But also too, the one thing I remember about that sport I did not love when I would be in the outfield and there's a ball coming down and I have to catch it. I would like put my hand up and cover my face. Maybe we'll do kickball. If we're going to do it co-ed, we'll do kickball. Like I don't I don't uh, Kickball would be a lot of fun. Have you ever heard of the obstacle courses for adults where you go and it's just a big event and there are teams? Yes. That would be so fun. I don't really know if that's a long-term sort of thing or it's like an event that comes to town. Probably seems like an event. There, there's like even marathons or half marathons you can run in Disney. Like there's a lot of different stuff, but... But yeah, I think that'd be kind of neat to find something maybe in the new year. But then I started golf and that's not going well. So can you explain to the people what happened and why you paused your golf practice? Well, I, I just had a different schedule. Like when I first came back from my seeing my parents, I was I didn't have the schedule. And so I was like, I'm going to go golf two, three times a week and get good at this. But then I just got extremely busy where... I thought you got an injury. Well, the injury started it. And then the busyness started on top of that. What was the injury? Well, I hit the club on the ground and hurt my wrist, and then I couldn't lift weights, and I was still early in my process. So I wanted to lose weight, and it was a big thing. But my dad's coming down in three and a half weeks for Christmas, so we're going to go play. So I have to go to the driving range yeah. to, like, you know, just sharpen up a little yeah. bit. Um, that would be nice. Yeah. You liked it, though. Oh, I loved it. Just got really busy. Yeah, it was just a work, a work, work. Yeah, I was like, I'm not ending this year without accomplishing what we want to accomplish. And I just kind of like flipped a switch and I haven't taken a break. Just been taking it. all day, every day. And I'm feeling good. We got three more weeks and then we're going to take a break um, for the holidays and enjoy with yep. family and, and then try to do a little more balance maybe next year. I don't know. What it's are a your thoughts on a few days of a getaway on our one year anniversary of being married just somewhere in florida no we're crazy i think i think i'd like Would you that be into that yeah do you like maybe like research. three nights somewhere yeah like maybe on the west coast of florida they have really pretty beaches and just drive yes i don't want to yeah i can't we can... handle the stress of travel travel well because the new year's is on um isn't it friday that's pretty cool. Yeah. So we could we could technically stay Thursday night, mm -hmm. Friday night, Saturday, Saturday night, come back on Sunday, 
That would be cool. Should do that. I'm gonna look into it. Yeah, because we it'd be like our little mini moon. Yeah, we never did anything. And then crazy timing. I think next year we'll be able to find like a ten day window and go do like a real vacation. A real honeymoon. A real honeymoon. We can still have a honeymoon. Doesn't matter when. Yeah. Be newlyweds. Well, we're gonna renew the vows eventually too, where we can invite yes. people. And um, but. That's just things that we down we're not folk, yeah. the road, but we're excited to do because it'll be really special. But I'm really glad we got married when we did, and that we eloped and we got to go into this year as hubby and wife. It was the timing couldn't have been better. Like I would not want to be planning a wedding oh. right now oh. at all. No, can you imagine? No. <laughs> it's funny because in my time hop on my phone, it's an app that shows you what you were doing this time last year or five years ago, and I keep seeing all these screenshots of just different wedding inspiration or of things I had to do, whether that was, you know, picking the flowers or the shoes or the food or the decor for when we had our private dinner, just like all little things that it was for an elopement. You know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't even a big wedding, but you know, we definitely still put a lot of thought into it because we wanted it to be special. And we had that, you know, virtual aspect of it, which was really cool for the time. But still, a lot goes into it. So for all my girls, we actually have a lot of people planning weddings right now in our life. Yeah. And it's really cool. We, It'll be exciting Twenty. We'll be attending some in 2022 yeah. or three, three. something yeah. like that. So that'll be, that'll be great nice. to just kick back and not plan it. <laughs> just That's go really enjoy. Fun. But yeah, it's almost like nostalgic to think about the wedding already. I know. Did you feel nostalgic about something six months ago like back in the day like i feel like there's been a significant difference do you agree i absolutely agree it's so crazy you said that so i was on tiktok and you know how sometimes djs will show different like mix up or mashes of songs on there and they did a playlist of songs that you downloaded in march of 2020 which that was obviously when we all were inside during that yeah. lovely little quarantine and the songs just like brought me back and I was feeling like this weird nostalgia and it was songs like Say So by Doja Cat or um, um, I Love You. You know how that girl did the cover of I Love You Baby. Da, 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 da. Oh yeah. But it got really famous and she blew up. I was going to say we could play them but we can't. Right? Yeah. Can we? Can we play mm. a snippet? Uh, I don't want to risk it. Or remember it... that song. Dun 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 dun. I'm a pretty oh, boy. I'm stunning. Yeah. There were just all these songs, and it really gave me this strange nostalgia. So I started reading the comments, and people were just saying, is this normal that we're all feeling so nostalgic about a time that was not that long ago? And then someone else said, you know, I just think that everything is changing. Trends are changing week to week. We have so much technology in front of us, so much information and news that things are just changing so quickly whereas beforehand it took a lot longer to receive the new trends and so nostalgia took longer that makes sense i i i mean there has to be something because there wasn't a significant difference of time in our 20s and mm. i and like i remember thinking back like oh yeah like last year felt like a year and a half ago felt like a year and a half ago like when i think about even our wedding that to Seems me like it feels like a like four years. Like it could have been. Just but a be lot's changed since. But I think it's a combination of, like you said, like things that are changing so fast in the world, maybe technology. And then I think the added stuff for us is that 
you know, we always try to, with that mindset of like, look at yourself yesterday and try to be better than that person. And you're just always trying to get a little better. So there's also decisions that I made, um, whether it was investments, whether it was the way I handled the situation, whether it was, you know, anything. Like I look back and go, because I've learned, I go, oh, I would probably would have done that a little different. Or I probably wouldn't have done this. You know, not that I dwell on that, but I just look back and go, I was so young and naive then. But that's just six months ago. I know. So I kind of got into this habit where I go, that's probably a good thing. Like I don't want to dwell on it, but that means that I'm growing and yeah. I'm learning. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, let's do that. But I think too it has something to do with these two things. Let me see if I can articu articulate this correctly or just say the word articulate correctly. <laughs> um, I think the first thing is that we were all kind of in this lockdown together in March. Mm -hmm. We weren't divided yet. So I think there was kind of this moment where we were all afraid. We didn't know what was going to happen. But there was mm -hmm. never a time where it was like, hey, everyone, it ended and we're, we're back out there and here's how it is. And, you know, go and do this and get back out there. Right. And everyone got to celebrate whether it was with the mask or without or however it happened. There, there was never a moment where it ended. It almost just felt like like there was like a little rope given and then before we knew it we're like wait are we so i guess we're back to normal like it almost feels like we're still on probation but yet not right like we're free to do whatever but there was never a moment it just been kind of slowly going and i think that kind of messed with time a little sure. bit where i'm like wait sure. we're still in this but it's over but it's not so was 2020 different and it just shows how much we didn't know but then i think with the world moving so heavily online, I think that these new ideas, new trends, new fashion, new clicks, new topics, all have to be new today. Yes. That was old news. Oh, like here's a crazy example. Instagram has not caught up yet. Maybe it's the user base, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But if you go on Instagram Reels, and I'm flipping through, the, the things that are going viral today were going viral seven, eight, nine weeks ago on TikTok. Wow. And I look at reels and I go, like for, I don't know if you watched my TikTok, like I did this whole thing where like every man's brain, there's like a trend going where we like could put the toilet paper on, but we set it next to it. Or we could put the clothes in the hamper, but we set it on the floor. Or I did one where I'm like, I could get a new trash bag out. No, let me just balance this on the already, you know, trash. I feel like that will be popular in January on Instagram, really? but it's like, it's already not interesting because we've exhausted that it. trend. Yeah. But I think the same thing's happening in the news cycles too. And mm. that's what's driving everybody up a wall is that they're like, okay, how long can we beat this drum before it's like, all right, people are losing interest. We need something else to get them to come back. What can we be outraged about today? And so I think everybody's just trying to one up everybody every day. And it's just like, just changing, 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 changing in in those kind of ways yeah. and in culture. Yeah. What's the new song? Like Cardi B and, and Lizzo's song, like, all the rumors are true. Yeah. Like, that's only three weeks old. It feels like it's It's been. like, oh, uh, next, what's new? Well, what's another very interesting thing, I was doing my hair the other day, and I love putting in my ear pods and listening to music while I'm blow-drying my hair because it takes a lovely amount of time. And when I was doing that, I was listening, I think it was to like old-school Madonna and Janet Jackson, and as I was listening, I was like, 
man, they're playing this chorus again. And I will look down at the song time and it was about four and a half, five minutes. Songs were very, very long back then. And you think about even songs like on TikTok, a minute and 20 seconds, maybe two minutes. But we used to go from listening to five minute songs to now the average is like, you know, two minutes. And sometimes when I'm driving and I have say Pandora on, I'll listen to an old school song. I'll have that station on. But by like the first chorus, I'm like, okay, I heard it on to the next. Like I can't sit and listen to it. And that I'm like, that's kind of crazy because we used to sit and enjoy it. Yeah. Now our attention spans are just so small. Well, and I I think too, what's, what's making it slightly just different in this generation is that we're the first generation, meaning like millennials, Gen Z more, but even millennials, that we can't really get advice in certain aspects of life from parents or grandparents. Like my grandparents easily could have given my parents advice because the world didn't change that much between them. Now there's times that things are happening so fast that if you're not on the pulse, so there's like, so meaning that people in charge or people who are older, there's no way to really guide this. We've never had social media. We've never been on a thing where you flick like this and get dopamine hits every 10 seconds. It's new. So we're all evolving as one. Mm -hmm. So if you're 98 or you're seven years old, we're all evolving to this at the same time. We're back in the day, a 98 year old could sit down and go, let me tell you, Mm -hmm. this is what's going to happen. And this is how you're going to get through it. When you go into that job interview or when you go in and you're going to marry that girl, there was advice that you could give. Yeah. If that still exists now on marriage and stuff, but I'm saying there we're all in this together as a big group of all generations going, so this is okay that we're spending eight hours on a phone, right? Everyone's like, yeah, like it's good. Man, that's, it's just so interesting because they had all the experience. I'll never forget being in, what was it, maybe third grade when my dad sat me down and showed me the computer, taught me how to have an email, how to do AOL. And then in intermediate school, it was a science and technology school. So we had a lot of computer classes. As the years on, I ended up learning like HTML and just a lot of different stuff about computers and the internet. My dad is very well versed in it, but it's crazy to think he first taught me but what I know now with the technology of it, because a lot of my attention growing up was on that. Yeah. While he was working and of course using computers for email, I was really learning like yeah. the intricate makings of it. So it's just a very, very unique time to live in. Well, I think we're all just living in our own realities. Mm-hmm. And I think that's been the biggest change. To really try to sum this up of what I'm trying to say, I, I didn't really have a point of view on it. I was just kind of just speaking but we all live in our own realities. I think maybe 60, 70 years ago, we shared a lot of the same reality. Mm-hmm. If you asked anyone randomly in the 19, like 50s, 60s, 70s, I'm sure they could paint the, the same picture, like pretty yeah. similar realities. At this point, 2021, 2022, we're all living in different realities. Like we see the world through the computer more than like even my parents do or how you're saying your parents and they're like tech savvy but i'm saying like the heartbeat of it sure like we're all living in different realities and i think that's fine as long as people are just doing what makes them happy and people aren't hurting anyone i think it's and that's a good lesson in life that you don't have to conform to someone else's reality 
if you don't want your kids to be online very long, you can monitor that. If you wanna spend all your time on there, do that. If you wanna go out on a hike and put your phone away for six days, do that. Yep. If you wanna engage in political banter, do that. If you don't, don't do that. Like there's so many, you, you, can, you can live in whatever reality that you want and participate in. And I think that's one of the strongest things that we live by. And it was a quote that Steve Jobs made up that Ashton Kutcher repeated after playing him at the Teen Choice Awards where he goes, everything around you was created by someone no smarter than you. Hmm. So we, and I know I thought this when I was 18, 19, living in Hollywood, I felt small. I felt lucky. I felt like I was just like this little snowflake floating around, and it was an honor to just be in these meetings or to know these people or see the Hollywood sign. Like I was part of this world that other people created, and if I could ever just participate, wouldn't this be great? Well, then I grew up and I realized, well, someone just made all this up. Mm -hmm. So I can just make up my own thing. I don't want to get up and go to a job. I want to create work for myself. I'm going to do that. I want to go and drive this car. I want to impact these people. I want to wear this. I want to talk about this. Yep. I want to eat this food. I want to, I want to invent something. Like we, you can do whatever you want. So don't ever think that, oh, we're living in someone else's world. You have the freedom to do what you want That's to right. do. Make, the, make your life and your world the way you want it. If you don't want sketchy people in your life, put, tell them to go Not away. Enough. Move on. Close the door. Deal with the pain because it's going to hurt for a little bit, but then it's going to feel great instead of it yeah. dripping on you the rest of your life. Like create your own circle, create your own job, create your own environment, create what you want in your life, watch what you want keep yourself educated, but like do what you want. You're not living in someone else's world. Yeah. We're just all, we all created this. Like every single ounce of this apartment created by is someone. created by somebody who's also extremely wealthy. <laughs> like someone made that faucet. Yes, they someone did. Someone made that soap and the labels on that soap and someone was paid to make that label and a boardroom of 20 people that had to sign off on that label to go on that soap that was also created and molded by yeah. a company who made those machines yeah. that have to run those machines and maintain those machines and invest in those machines and put the machines in a building that someone bought the land <laughs> and that's just the soap. Just the soap. Well, what's kind of wild if you think about it a lot of these inventions come from writers in, say, Hollywood. They'll create, like, and I'm talking years and years and years ago, they'll create these ideas and thoughts, especially I feel like in the sci-fi world where they were really talking about robots and the dog robots and, and these writers come up with something in their mind and create this world for years and years and years. And other people who actually are engineers and can do this sort of yeah. stuff go, that wouldn't be such a bad idea. And then so they start working and creating for years on that. So like he said, you know, you are the author. Well, you didn't say you're the author of the, what's that quote? You're the author of your life. Write well, edit often. But truly, you can make up whatever you want in your life. So no one is any smarter than anyone else. Have no, an idea. Just apply yourself write it, and make your own it. life. And don't let people in that you don't want. And like you run your life. That's right. Like you're in control. That's everything right. that is good in your life is because of something you did. And everything that's bad is sadly <laughs> something, you did. something you did. Now, you could be a victim to something, but how you react to that is in your control. Yep. So it's like you can't let someone who treated you poorly or somebody who, you know, screwed you over. You can't let that moment define you. You just got to take that, learn from that, 
try to figure out how to not allow that to happen in, in the future. But just become the, as even Joe Rogan says, become the hero, become the, the lead in your own film. If, some, if a documentary crew was going to come, this is what Joe Rogan was saying, if a documentary crew found you right now and you were at the beginning of your own movie and maybe you've got bills, maybe you're going to start working out, maybe you're going to try a new job or whatever it is, maybe your life isn't perfect and you want it to be perfect. And this documentary crew is going to follow you around and watch you be the lead character who has problems at the beginning, gets, gets to a point where things are getting good, hits a wall, and has a decision to turn back, but doesn't, pushes through, and then ends up being the hero and the feel-good person at the end of the film. You have the capabilities of doing that yourself. Yep. And that's the most powerful way of looking at life, is like create the life and atmosphere that you want and also create a life that inspires people to take positive action. This is the last mm. thing I want to say on, on this but because I don't want to like keep railing on this, but like I, I'm so passionate about creating a life and putting things on these platforms that inspire people to take action. If you really realize the way that I produce content is I show you what I'm doing, but I never tell you what to do. I never want to tell you what to do. I, I want to just share, here's what I'm eating, this is what I'm doing, here's what I'm doing, and if my actions inspire you to take action, then I've done my job. I think there's so much going on online, especially in the political world, where people are pointing a finger saying, you're terrible, and they're creating negativity and trying to tear down other people, rather than just taking the camera and saying, look, hey, I'm so-and-so, I'm going to create positive change. I'm here today and I'm going to help homeless people out. Who wants to come with me? Let's document this and help people. That video inspires change. Now you have 17 people show up. Now you're all making videos inspiring change and showing what it's like to help people out and put them in a motel and raise money. That will inspire people to help people help the homeless community. Telling people who are rich, like why aren't you donating, you're a piece of crap, that doesn't change anything. You're more. You're going to get further in life by putting up the phone and having an inspirational message, and that's on the extreme level. But I think that's in the day to day. There's no need to tear down people. Turn the script on yourself. You live an inspirational life, and if your actions and message is clear and positive, you're going to inevitably find like-minded people who want to join you, and your mission of the life and reality that you want to create can become real. And you have the power to do that yourself. So just wanted to leave that there. I like that. Very nicely said, my sweet love. Um, thank you. Um, to, to flip the to flip it over <laughs> here on, since Benji's the star of the show, we had, this has come full circle because I made this video when I, I was like, oh, we're do, I'm doing a brand deal. <laughs> and I made that little spoof of like what it's like working with him as the entitled actor. That was the day we were shooting the Yuffie pet dog camera thing. Right. And that's what I was able to post today. And he was the, the star of that and did very well in, in front of the camera. But two days ago, we had a little bit of a scare. And thank you to everybody who shared um, in a polite way. Um, <laughs> most people did. Um, that your dogs can't have onions, no. which we didn't know. And... I found that pretty interesting because I always heard like, oh, dogs can't have chocolate. But I'm like, well, vegetables are fine. Had no idea. No, it's very Made bad. this video where he, technically he had like, like I think it was like five grams of onions. It was like too little, like maybe like, I don't know how to even describe it. 
Like let's three give, little slices. Let's give the backstory real quick. So Freddie, pretty much every other night, makes this meat that has onions and what's peppers. The, and peppers. So from time to time, he'll take a little bit and give it to Benji, and he'll put it right on his hard food, so he'll eat his hard food. Well, he made a video the other night sharing, you know, it's been 90 days on your diet, 31 pounds down. He was showing what he makes for dinner, what he has all the time. In this video, he shows himself giving just a little bit to Benji in his dish. Yeah. And from that, we learned right away, like he walked into my room and he goes, hey, babe, um, some people are saying that dogs can't have onions. Is that true? And so we immediately get online and we start researching and Googling. We're stressing out. And I end up calling a 24-hour vet because this is at, what, like 10 p.m. that it's happening? Yeah. It was late. And every time we've gone to the vet late, we've been there for six, seven hours. It's, yeah. it's crazy. So I go, well, let me just call the vet and see what they have to say because he had about five grams. We were looking online. We read a lot of different stuff. Well, that's what scared us is that so many people commented that onions are toxic and poison. And I go... I go, really? How have I not known this? And then when you look online, it's like, your dog's going to explode. Like, there was no good articles. It wasn't great. And I go, this is bad. <laughs> yeah. But then it was also, like, in my gut, it felt really funny because I go, there's no way that this wouldn't be more mainstream. Like, this can't be as true as it seems. Like, we hear with chocolate, everyone knows, don't give If your it's dog the chocolate. little, yeah, yeah. But I was like, when you give someone steak that has, like, a dog steak with garlic on it or it has onions on it, I'm like, there would have been more stories. Everyone has a dog. There'd be more stories. But there was also nothing online. So I was like, this is bad. So, so I call she the called vet, the vet. And they say, you have to call poison control. Here's their number. And it was the ASPCA poison control. And they'll give you the exact info. You just have to pay $75. And I was Benjamin? like, well. Actually, it was my fault. I can't blame him for eating <laughs> yummy onion steak. And after, you know, explaining the story and they started looking into everything, I forget the exact amount, which I'm sure you might know, but. It takes a large amount for it to be toxic. 70, for his weight, it takes about 70 grams of onion, which is about a half a, a half of a, of a small onion worth, like a real large amount um, for his size, for it to be toxic to him. And so we were like, okay, we don't have to worry. And they're like, but if he starts like having any issues, you know, just pay attention. But he, it's been two days and he's, then He's you fine. go in the bathroom normal. He didn't get sick or anything like that. Um, and they said that he was fine, so don't worry about it. Yes, so that but made me feel good. I had no idea. So then I also learned like you can't give him grapes, and people were sending me other things like you can't give no this and that. Garlic powder. It's no, a lot so of stuff. it's good to know that if a dog has a little bit, like you still shouldn't. Like I won't do that anymore. Um, but it's good to know because it's just so interesting that how did we hear chocolate but never hear onion or grapes in the dog I mean, world to be real for the 13 years i've had him i don't really give him a lot of people food like meats sure but yeah. just like a little lunch meat with a cbd or you know turkey he loves that but I, i'm not someone who'd be like here have an apple or grape like that i would never apples are okay are they yeah i read are they well i have to double check but i think Freddie someone Smith? said it's good for their teeth i you did not hear that here. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. Don't we have to... And speaking of his teeth, we decided to do... We a, found a dentist. A dentist for him because ugh, poor little guy, his chompers are not so great. And they've been saying for years, every time the vet looks at it, 
you got to get them done, but he has to go under anesthesia. And for a 13-year-old dog, it just... Yeah, you can't really do that. Just feel horrible doing that. So we did a lot of research, and there's one that does it, and they wrap him up in a little towel. That doesn't use anesthesia. So he's awake during it, but they wrap him in a towel, and they clean his teeth and gums. little teethy, so... We'll let you guys know how that goes, but they have yeah. really great reviews. So, But we, we take such good care of Benji, and a lot of people know that who, who show up all the time. But I will say, I when it comes to posting content about Benji, it's like I'm never affected by negative comments if it's about me because like I know myself and I never care. But when I've posted videos with Benji in it, there's like been some negative <laughs> comments, and, I, and it like hits me in a different way because I'm like I'm not a bad parent. But people are so... Um, where like some people were so aggressive about it where there's like what the hell you're gonna like kill your dog like this is I'm like I, I, I take great care of him we didn't know like yeah. that he, and he's fine but I'm like I'm not a bad dog parent but there was Aww. like another one I made where they're like how do you ever let his water go empty well let, let's explain that so Benji you all know watching this he's a very specific he wants what he wants when he wants it and that is just his personality and so you guys know we spoil just everything for him we do it always for him and there was a time when we started discovering that if he didn't have water in his dish he started scratching now this was a new thing for him because just a year throughout life he wouldn't bark he wouldn't do anything and i'd have to i'd be like where's benji and i'd walk over and i'd see he's standing there i go oh here like he would just stand next to he wouldn't bark he wouldn't scratch for 12 of his years of life (laughs) now he's discovered that he can scratch it and it just cracks us up because it's just adorable so the other morning i'm like babe, he's coming in, he's gonna scratch, get it on video, this is gonna be the cutest thing ever. And what do you know, he did it, and we gave him a big, big, big bowl of water, and he drank it, he was good. And on this TikTok, someone goes... Someone? (laughs) Hundreds and hundreds, well, granted, it did go viral, it had like 1.4 million views, so of course, you're gonna get hundreds of people, not thousands, but hundreds, that were like, how could you ever let your dog's bowl go empty? Like, that's not... Like, but a then, dog deserves to always have a big bowl yeah. of water. I'm like, please, you guys don't even know this dog's spoiled But life. that's why they don't. That's the thing, yeah. is that there there was no research on their end. It was a random video that popped up. They saw yeah. a dog scratching and me saying, yes, your majesty. And they're like, well, he can't get water himself. I'm like, it's just a joke because he's impatient <laughs> because we give him water four times a day and he'll drink it and if we're busy doing something, he scratches and we give him water. But yeah. he's aggressive with his scratching. Like, dude, you're gonna be fine. Like, you didn't have water for two now. hours. We didn't just come in from outside. You've been sleeping on the nice <laughs> Z Gallery feather couch or in a Tempur-Pedic bed. We'll get you the water. But people don't know that context. No. But I usually have 99% positive like on everything I do. But when it involves a dog, people are like, you can't let him off a leash. He can't have an empty water dish. You're gonna kill him with the onions. You're gonna like. I was Wait like, Jesus. till we have a kid, sweetie. Yeah, we've been blessed though that people have been kind. We have some friends that like great. the hate that they get is so bad. Like I've gotten a few really nasty, ugly things, but that's the price you pay when you put yourself out there. That's sure. why some people are probably hesitant because you're just gonna get demolished. But we have so many years of experience. We don't do anything like over the top stupid or controversial that creates hate. And there's even times that I'll make a video and I go, this response, even though it's funny, like I'll give you an example. 
I almost made one questioning why people who go to a public gym use dumbbells and leave them on the floor and don't put them back. Like how would you grab the dumbbells from a communal rack, use them and set them on the floor and leave the gym? And I made a TikTok about it. But I go, the response is going to create negativity. People are going to say, I hate people like that. Or who are you to tell me what to do with my weights? Or, hey, man, mind your... Like, I just was in my head going, this has the opportunity yeah. for negativity. I'm not going to post that. So most of the time, I think about that because I don't want a culture or a following of pessimistic, like, naysayer people. Right. So my content reflects most of the time my audience. Mm -hmm. And I've built, built an incredible... Yeah. wonderful positive audience but i've also think about what i'm posting and then something like the onions i actually appreciated because i got a lot of, 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 of uh constructive criticism on that and now we know not to do that because i would have kept giving it to him freddie you know so i'm glad <laughs> that i knew but so yeah the whole journey's been uh interesting but um I don't even know what we had planned to talk about today, but we just went on some like rants. But, uh, but yeah, we want to wish you all a, a very, very happy Thanksgiving. Um, we get to hang out with family tomorrow. Yay. We don't have to cook because we've spent most Thanksgivings alone, alone or at a friend's Thanksgiving. We've got we had some pretty pretty good. This uh, is the first family Thanksgiving in a very long time. In so a very really very excited. long time. So we're wishing you just a, a healthy and safe and awesome and happy Yay. holiday season. And uh, we'll be back here next Wednesday. So enjoy your time. If you have the time off, enjoy with your friends and family. And we and will talk Benji to you next says, week. Happy Thanksgiving. And Benji says it as well. <laughs> All right, everyone. Take Bye. care. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs>